Greetings, greetings, greetings. Today's read, today being Tuesday, November 1st, 2022, is going to be a New York Times article surrounding the Supreme Court's looking at affirmative action and college admissions. Um, it's interesting that... <laughs> It's actually not interesting, but it's a personal observation and a lived life being black in America and being aware of the historical patterns that never really change. They just shape shift policies, procedures, and actions stay pretty much the same, but with different language and different parameters around still keeping the status quo, the status quo, still still keeping things as they, they have been, specifically financially speaking, politically speaking, even in the health areas of health and wellness, um, and definitely in education. <laughs> um, so yeah, here's the article. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This New York Times article was written by George Lopez, and it reads as follows. Good morning. A conservative Supreme Court majority seemed skeptical of allowing colleges to consider race as a factor in admissions. A policy in peril. Laws need support from the public or the courts to survive. Affirmative action seems to have neither. The Supreme Court heard arguments yesterday in two cases challenging race-conscious admissions policies at the University of North Carolina and Harvard. The anti-affirmative action group Students for Fair Admissions brought both cases. The group argued that the policies amounted to illegal and unconstitutional racial discrimination, particularly against white and Asian applicants who might lose out in a zero-sum admissions process if their Black and Latino peers were to get preference. Lawyers arguing in support of affirmative action countered that the policies were necessary to address 
racial disparities in education going back centuries. They also said that race was only one factor among several that colleges take into account in deciding which students to admit. The Supreme Court has upheld affirmative action policies going back to 1978 and most recently in 2016, but the court's ideological makeup has changed drastically since then. Now, six of the nine justices are conservatives appointed by Republican presidents who typically take an unfriendly view toward affirmative action. Throughout nearly five hours of heated arguments for both cases, the justices in the court's conservative majority aggressively questioned the lawyers arguing in favor of affirmative action policies. They appeared skeptical that such policies were necessary, fair, or the best way to address racial gaps in higher education. Chief Justice John Roberts, who has long been skeptical of affirmative action and other conservative justices, suggested that Harvard had discriminated against applicants of Asian descent by disfavoring them in the admissions process. Affirmative action policies seem to be in peril, my colleague Adam Liptak, who covers the court, wrote after the hearings. The court will likely issue its rulings in June. Public opposition. Lawyers can, in theory, override Supreme Court decisions, but such a reversal typically requires support from their constituents. The public, after all, elects representatives who enact laws and place judges on courts. The public can also protest or criticize the courts to try to sway them, and the public can push to amend the United States Constitution or state constitutions. That process is playing out over abortion rights through a backlash to the Supreme Court's decision in June striking down Roe v. Wade. Weeks after the ruling, weeks after the ruling, voters in reliably conservative Kansas overwhelmingly chose to preserve abortion rights in the state's constitution. Of four abortion-related measures on state ballots in next week's midterms elections, three seek to explicitly affirm the right to the procedure. Democrats also saw boosts in polls after Roe was overturned, though those gains have diminished, and President Biden has promised to sign abortion rights protections into federal law if Democrats expand their control of Congress. A similar movement defending affirmative action seems unlikely because a majority of Americans oppose the policy. Nearly three quarters of the United States adults said in March that race or ethnicity should not be a factor in college admissions, a Pew Research Center survey found. A majority of Black, Hispanic, and Asian respondents opposed the consideration of race or ethnicity. Even in liberal states, most voters do not support affirmative action. In 2020, about 57% of Californians rejected an amendment to the state's constitution that would have let government and public institutions, including public universities, adopt 
affirmative action policies. In that same election, Biden won more than 63% of the vote in the state. So, if the Supreme Court strikes down affirmative action, it's not clear what, if any, path exists for policies like the University of North Carolina's or Harvard's to survive. Without affirmative action, schools could struggle to boost diversity. Or they may have to resort to socioeconomic status and other proxy measures to do so, which some conservative justices seemed open to allowing. That's the question, really, Adam said. Not, not do the universities lose, but how do they lose? Mm. Wow. So, while there is much chatter about <laughs> so many things that don't affect the big picture in a positive way. There's not much chatter about this, the possible doing away of (sighs) affirmative action policies, which diversity and and inclusion and hopefully equity, um, conferences and all those things there have been careers made off of diversity and inclusion. And I'm doing the quote unquote thing with my fingers again. Um, that'll change a lot of things. I guess, um, well, this is how politics work. Two sides of the same coin. I'm, 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 I don't talk about politics because I'm not on either side of that same coin. Um, It's just interesting how the United States of America, even after 2020 and everything that happened in 2020, and I'm not talking about COVID at all, all the things that happened and people still think that race doesn't present a factor in how this country moves. It's like we deny the things we see right in front of our faces, literally. But yeah, that's the article. What do you think? How will the abolishing of affirmative action policies affect your life?